This is episode number 34 of Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy with Dr. Jessica Tartaro. That is me. Last week, I raved about kissing and how to make this luscious act complete unto itself. Thank you to everyone who let me know how much you enjoyed that episode. I now know I have many fellow lovers of locking lips in my listenership. What a delight. For this episode, I felt inspired to talk about making an apology, something I got the chance to do this week, which reminded me both how hard it is to get an apology right, as well as how energy-saving it can be to do so. In this episode, I'm going to teach you the four steps to making a short, sweet, and true apology. As you listen, think about either the last time you made an apology or the last time someone apologized to you. How did it go? Did the apology bring the misunderstanding to a close? Or did the apology embroil you in yet another round of the argument? More often than not, when we attempt to say I'm sorry without bringing a considerable amount of intention to the apology, it inflames rather than soothes the argument. What could have been an exit out of the sparring match turns into yet another round of rehashing the scene and widening the misunderstanding. No energy is saved. To the contrary, it is expended. When this happens to me, it's as if I can hear the bell of a boxing match sound loudly as the imaginary announcer booms, and here they go again. I'll be honest, I place a very high priority on making my communication efficient. Contrary to how it may sound, efficiency in intimate communication is about bringing more heart not less. Efficient communication is vulnerable communication because that's what reopens closed hearts. Defenses do the opposite. They close and seal hearts. There are few things more frustrating to me than when I am in communication with a loved one and instead of being able to use just a few potent and vulnerable words to bring us closer, our collective defenses create all this extra verbiage, throwing us way off the scent of connection. Like what happened between me and my husband this week. All summer long, Rich has been working on building our studio apartment. Our late September move-in deadline is looming. On one of my recent visits to the construction site, I offered to slice watermelon for Rich and the crew and caught him in a tense moment. Instead of responding to my offer with thanks, as he usually does, he snapped, as sometimes happens with overworked humans. Unfortunately, a nerve got tripped for me, and I went spiraling into hurt feelings that grew since following that brief exchange. I didn't see him for the rest of the day. By the time we finally reconnected eight hours later, unfortunately, we both needed an apology. I needed one for the original exchange, but now he needed one too because in my hurt I had withdrawn and had not responded to his check-in texts all day, which sent him into his own spiral. Now I hope with this story I have debunked for you any mistaken notion that my husband and I don't have friction and misunderstanding. 
yes, we too make messes. Way back in episode number five, I introduced the idea of how essential a good apology is in an authentic life, because authenticity is messy. So when we choose to walk the path of bringing our full selves to relating, as Rich and I have done, it is essential that we equip ourselves with the tools to clean up the messes in loving and efficient ways and to learn from our breakdowns. When it comes time for giving an apology in your life, there are four things you want to consider. First, how calm are you? Have you taken the time to let your nervous system shake out the tension and ground as best you can? If not, it's possible you are risking getting back into the ring. If your emotions are still hot and your person says the wrong thing, you will get provoked. So, before you enter an apology space, take several breaths and focus on the exhale. Take a walk talk to a friend, and ready yourself to resolve the argument, not restart it. Second, what are you willing to take responsibility for? In the realm of apologies, what matters is the damage you created. It matters less that you didn't intend to create the damage. This distinction is called impact versus intent. The impact is what happened. For example, I felt saddened by Rich's words. The intent is what you hoped happened, but probably didn't. In this case, he meant to communicate that he didn't want watermelon and he didn't mean to hurt me. Though it's uncomfortable to stick with impact, it is also profoundly healing for the person at the receiving end of the apology to hear you centering the reality of the impact, not the intent, because it's the reality of the impact that they are in if you are apologizing to them. Third, can you open your heart? The true part of this episode's title, as in short, sweet, and true, is about how much can you let yourself tune in from the heart to the connection between you. Energy-saving, intimate communication is short on words and dense with heart. Let each word means something essential, and flow from your care for the other's well-being. This is about the willingness to drop defenses and get humble. A true apology coming from the potency of the heart will be an arrow piercing into the heart of the other to reopen what has closed and replenish love that was lost. And finally, number four, you want to consider timing. You want to initiate an apology as soon as you are able to accomplish the previous three considerations. Once you are calm enough, willing to take responsibility, and capable of getting your heart open, go to them. Time that passes since the original offense is time during which our brains can whip up tons of extra pain and drama. The sooner you can close the gap between the damage done and the cleanup, the less cleanup you will likely have to do. Rich and I went round and round for a while in our efforts to resolve the very simple misunderstanding that had happened between us. The hours that had passed before we talked had amplified the damage. We re-entered the proverbial boxing ring and weren't able to hear one another for some time. It was also a scorching summer day without air conditioning in his motorhome, which didn't help. 
It took 10 minutes of sweaty sparring before we were able to calm down and finally hear one another. When we did, and each of us got centered, here's what we said. I started with, Rich, I see that I have hurt you, and I am sorry. I let my pain wall me off from you today when I should have texted back. I know it's important to both of us to stay connected, and I apologize that I didn't do my part. He followed. Jessica, my tension earlier today wasn't about you. It was about something else, and I'm sorry I aimed it at you. Thank you for trying to support me by coming in to offer watermelon. And it was over. Do you see how simple it can be? By each of us taking responsibility, we soothed the beasts of our hurt feelings. As vulnerable creatures in love, when we are hurt, and when we don't have the tools to be expedient with the cleanup, our past hurts and fears can race to jump on the wagon and create a scary amount of weight and momentum in response to seemingly small provocations. When we clean up our messes with short, sweet, and true apologies made close in time to the breakdown, we save ourselves immense heartache and protect our time and energy for more rewarding activities, like, for example, kissing, which is what he and I did when we finally got to the other side of our cleanup. For this week's homework, make an apology to someone. It can be for something small, which is in fact good for practice. Use the four steps above. Be sure, be sure to settle your nerves, focus on your impact, open your heart, and close the gap in time since the original event as best you can. Ask the person afterwards what it was like for them to receive your apology and make note. You want this skill in your pocket for when the heat and stakes get high. I know in an authentic life that you will make messes just as I do. I wish you potent, brave, and energy-conserving cleanup as you continue to deepen and widen your intimacy across all your relationships. This is Dr. Jessica Tartaro with Under 10, a mini-podcast on intimacy. Oh, oh, oh.